Hi, I'm Kevin, and welcome to my podcast, Finding My Freedom, where we talk about what moves you, what are you passionate about, what gets you going in the morning. But this week is a little different. I am going to start pushing the envelope a little bit and sort of jump out on some topics that, well, I really care too much about talking about, but it would be definitely getting me out of my comfort zone. So, I think it's time to start doing that. (laughs) But before we get to that, how are you guys doing? Are you doing well? I sure hope so. There's been a lot of things that's happened just in the last couple weeks that I'm pretty excited about. I recently moved. I am out of the RV park, in which I lived there for, what, a year and a half. That's pretty wild. And now I'm on a piece of land, still in Texas, but uh, now there's a possibility that I will be building guitars soon. I have access to a shop and you know honestly I couldn't have asked for a much more blessed way to come across this stuff you know hey I'll take it the way I can now it's probably gonna be you know a little while before I'm able to gather up all the tools I need but I've got room now and I've got room to film modifying stuff for guitars and you know I've got goals and now I've got some room (laughs) so we'll see how it goes but we're hoping for some uh, well I'm not hoping for nothing we're going to make things work we're going to make it happen the best way we can (laughs) now I'm really trying to put myself out on a big limb now um it's been kind of bugging me. I've, I've been getting, uh, my intuition has been telling me I should talk about this, and I have no idea why. But when my intuition calls for it, I have to do it. And what am I talking about? What is the big freaking deal, right? Well, it's politics. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about how. I guess I left the left. Would that be a way to put it? But I think it's more along the lines of how the left left me. You know, how much the Democratic Party has gone insane with this woke, um, politically correct agenda. So much to the point where, you know, like there is a ton of... Uh, censorship all around us all the major you know uh, social media companies they all censor you if you don't say what, what they agree with to a certain point so I don't know why I felt compelled to do it but I just wanted to talk about my experience with how I feel that the the Democratic Party is leaving us in droves, you know? So, growing up, I never really was a 
uh, interested in politics. I could care less, to be honest with you. I was always outside doing stuff and building or just doing whatever I could, playing music, whatever. But politics was never an interest to me. And uh, in high school, when we had to do government and all that, I could care less. As a matter of fact, pretty much most of my life, I had just basically felt like, you know what? I'll pay my taxes, I'll do whatever I gotta do, just leave me the hell alone, and I won't really care too much either way, just, let's just, uh, you know, don't affect my life in a certain way, and uh, everything will be fine. And that's pretty much how it went for the most, you know, I was able to, uh, in 1996, I was able to go to guitar school um, after... The cleanse had passed uh, some new laws at the time that would allow us to get loans a little bit easier because I lived on my own and I made too much money to get a loan before this time period, but I didn't make enough to be able to pay for it. So back then, you know, if you didn't have kids or some way to get financially back then it was pretty much you're you're even if you worked a little bit you made too much money to get any kind of loan so uh the clintons was involved with uh, passing all that uh loan stuff that happened in 1995 which you look back at it now and it was all predatory lending horrible horrible stuff but I really didn't care. I was able to go to music school, and that's all I cared about, <laughs> you know? So in some ways, I felt a little bit um, grateful, or I don't know if you'd want to put it that way, but there was a little bit of loyalty there, knowing that I was able to get to get to school. And so in 1996, I moved to Minneapolis and started guitar school. And... Minneapolis was great, too. I mean, it was uh, very liberal. You know, it was a very liberal place. And I'm a musician, and so we're, you know, um, creative, open-ended types, right? So agreeable, I guess that's what, what the way they would put it, would be an agreeable personality, which you tend to lean toward the left anyway. And, I mean, I did, you know. Like, I felt like... Uh, I wanted equality for everybody and, um, you know, all that sort of stuff that comes along with it. I, I felt like everybody should have a chance to go to school, that if I was to pay taxes and a part of my tax money went toward people in our country, then that's fine. You know what I mean? I had no idea the shit show that, you know, that was going on. No clue. But, you know... When you're, you're a young kid, you're just trying to live your life and get better, you know, and so that's what I was doing. And when I lived in Minneapolis, there was, you know, it was more toward the left-leaning side of things, obviously. But it was great, you know, I mean, I, I, I was fine. I was playing music and working and building a life, trying to do whatever I could do, and it was fine. Fast forward to 2008, and when the crash hit, what did they call that? The Great Recession or something like that? Well, 
when that hit, it got pretty rough. I was a house painter at the time. And, uh, you know, um, I wasn't able to find any work. Like, it was rough, rough. Like, I had to learn how to do a new trade. Well, I tried a few, but they all sucked. It was terrible. I had a neighbor that, that, um, you know, uh, saw that I was a hard worker and stuff, and he recommended I'd go work with him for a while, and I had to. I had no other choice. I couldn't paint. I couldn't do anything that came to the construction stuff anyway. So, so when that happened... You know, things in my mind changed quite a bit. Like, I'm like thinking, what is this crap going on here? What is going on? Why did this happen? You know, like, how could this happen? What went so damn wrong? You know what I mean? So then I started reading a little bit. And I started, um, you know, just checking out different documentaries too. And just stuff like that. And, and, and coming up with my own conclusions. And the people that were in office were the Republicans. And that's basically where I started. This one cable access show had three progressives on there that were pretty popular. One was the Young Turks. The other one was Stephanie Miller and a guy named Bill Press. I watched them quite a bit. I watched a couple of um, documentaries on certain things and I read a little bit on the internet and stuff. But my conclusion was pretty much the Republicans were in office, they're the ones that did this, and that's that. And so that's where my, and that's that. They helped me get into school in 96 and Basically, that's where my loyalty stood. I was a Democrat. I mean, who won, wouldn't be, right? You, you, you think that it's all for the good of the people, right? Like, if I have to pay taxes, I'd much rather my tax money went to help somebody than it would to go to, you know, some corporate interests. But mind you, I had no idea. Like, I was just mad. I was just mad. Like, I just... You know, my world pretty much flipped upside down at that point. I, I had to figure out a way to make a living, and, and it just was really, really, really sucked, man. And I know there was a lot of people just like me that thought the same thing. I'm sure. I'm sure they did, you know? Because it was rough. I mean, it was, it was a hard time. I mean, who wouldn't, right? This is what the modern Democratic Party says they stand by. Social equality and equal opportunity. Voting rights and minority rights, including LBGT rights. In which this all sounds well and good, except for it's a big lie. They don't believe in any of that stuff. Not even for a second, you know, like... But I'm also not a Republican. I am an independent. And for me, that's where I need to be. Because the Republicans, in my mind, are just as bad. They're just as bad as the Democrats. And they're paid by the same people. That's the problem. 
the biggest problem with our government right now is that the corporate interests are in charge and they are being paid by the same people both sides all the lobbyists and all that stuff But I didn't change my mind about the Democratic Party until the COVID stuff hit. And you they made it so freaking obvious that, like, they weren't, they did not have our best interest in mind, not even a little bit. And neither did the Republicans. All they were out for was money. And they were out to put the money in their pockets, in the pockets of their rich friends. And everybody else can go kick rocks. You know, and while COVID hit and I seen how they were doing things, it really like solidified to me that like uh, these parties are too far gone to even think about like salvaging them, right? Like there's no, I mean, once you say, you you know, oh, I'm going to be a different sort of Democrat and go in there and change things. You're in there for five minutes and Nancy Pelosi buys you out like they did with AOC, you know, or the other end on the Republican side, too. Oh, yeah, I'm going to believe in this and that, da, 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 da. but they get in and as soon as they get in, they get that money going and they're corrupt just like right away, you know. So there's no saving our system. We have to do something different, completely different. And I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I'm not a pol- political type of person. Not at all. But I think it's good that I'm now I'm paying more attention to what's going on at least. And hopefully, you know, something will be salvaged. Because otherwise it's all just going to go, you know, it's all going to get tore down and we're going to have to start over. But I think of myself as an independent, but not a centrist, okay? There's a big difference. Uh, A corporate centrist is, you know, Republican-like, you know what I mean? I believe that if we can learn from our past, right? Like, if we can learn from our past mistakes and make it better, well, then, you know, that would mean that we would take the good things from the Democrats and we take the good things from the Republicans and we mix it together and we have a bunch of good things, right? And I know that probably sounds pretty uh, idealistic and pretty much, you know, like, I oh, yeah, that would ever happen. But this is what, in my mind, makes sense to me. So I don't really care if it doesn't ever happen or if it ever could happen, but I want to want to at least get it out in the world and say, hey, look, you know, we can do better than we can absolutely do better than this. So, what do they say? They say there's no way a third party could ever come in. There's no way that this sort of thing could be done. Of course, there's no way when they're running things. You know, but there's a lot more of us than there are them. And all we have to do is make the decision and fire them all. You know? Because if you look at what's going on right now, they are working very hard at taking away our rights, especially our right to free speech. 
it is, there's an assault on our right to free speech right now, you know? And I used to think, too, like, okay, well, you know, I don't agree with all of what they say, but most of it I agree with, so I'm just going to align with that party when, no, that's not, that's not how you should do it, or that's not how I feel like I should do it now. If I don't feel like I'm aligned with that, then I'm not going to say, yeah, all right, cool, you know? There's too much corruption, there's too much, too much of it. These people, you know, it's appalling. It's just absolutely appalling that these people call themselves, um, you know, that they say they work for the people when (laughs) that is so obviously not the case. So why did I even think about talking about this? Well, because it's an uncomfortable topic for me because I don't feel like I know enough about a lot of that to to actually have an opinion that would really matter. But you know what? My vote counts, you know? So whether, you know, I feel like I'm... Um, I can speak on it or not. It doesn't matter because I will speak with my vote, you know. So, and there's a few people that, like, I was listening to um, that actually made a lot of sense, you know. Like, Jordan Peterson is a huge one. Like, he, his, the way he explains things just makes total sense. And his knowledge on, uh, you know, these Soviet dictators and... The Nazi fascists and all that stuff. I mean, his knowledge is incredible. So I feel like he, like, when I listen to him talk, it fills in a lot of the holes and the gaps that I would have. In our free speech is being assaulted, absolutely assaulted, you know? So a few years back, I watched this debate. It was called, Is Political Correctness Good? And it had Stephen Fry, Jordan Peterson, Michael Eric Dyson, and Michelle Goldberg. And the debate was phenomenal. Like, I was floored. Not just by the stuff I learned, but the how the hypocrisy of the left think they can say what they want and do what they want and not have any consequences and accuse people of being racist and fascist and everything else. Meanwhile, they're doing it with a knife in your back. But there was... There was this thing about this Michael Eric Dyson guy, right? He's a a, uh, a professor, I think. But dude used like big, huge words for no reason. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Like the words that he, I mean, it was just this incredibly, well, the best thing I could think about was, uh, if you ever watched In Living Color back in the day, 
they had this character on there. His name was Oswald Bates. And he was like a, a guy that went to jail, but was reading all these books and stuff and um, using these big words that were like pretty much useless, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like he'd use them all wrong and all that stuff. And I'm not saying this guy did that, but what I am saying is that it completely reminded me of that, you know? Like he used big words and they were, you know, like good. I'm sure he used them the right way. I'm sure he did, but it just made my head hurt. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, crazy. And he was so racist, dude. Like, so racist. Every time you turn around, he's calling Jordan a white man this and angry white man that. Da-da-da-da-da. You know? And it's incredible that this guy can actually say that in public on a public stage and not get ridiculed for it. And to me, that was eye-opening because, you know, for one of the first times, I've really seen how these lefties really act, you know? And they are all for whatever they believe is right, and that's it. And it really shed a lot of light on this whole thing about, you know... These guys on the left who say they're for the people and they're for this and they're for that, but they are for none of it. All they want to do is suppress you and shut you down and make it to where they have you under their thumb. I mean, the communists did the same thing, right? They, you know, had farming for the people in which the people that were farming couldn't even eat their own food because they were sending it to the cities you know, somebody's got to run the asylum. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, the people who are in charge are not equally the same as the people that are not in charge. And it's just the way it is. So, there's always going to be a boss somewhere, right? But I'm also not a conservative. I mean, I that is too rigid for me. That's just, like, things in this world are not as cut and dry as a conservative way, you know? But... You know, I've got a little bit of both in me, though, too, you know? So it's like, you know, these people want to categorize us and put us in these stupid boxes. Well, you agree with 90% of this, so then you go in that box. You know, you agree with 80% of that, so you go in that box. When really, if you boil it down to it and you start listening to things, realize that there's i got a little bit of both in me, you know? Like real simple example would be if you don't agree with somebody that's okay you can have a chat and you might actually learn something when you talk to somebody that doesn't have the same thought of you it gives you a new perspective that's when we learn but what do the other guys do when you don't agree with them they try to cancel you So instead of learning from a conversation, you're just arguing and pissing and moaning about things, you know? It's a big difference. There's a big difference. So I find myself going right down the middle without being a centrist. I am not a centrist. I'm independent. I'm going to do my best to use my brain to the best of my ability to uh, decipher through this garbage. 
And that's all it is. This is a total shit show that we, we were in, involved in with this politics. So what do you guys think? Like, do you want to keep going on this conversation? I mean, I could maybe start thinking of different topics to talk about if you guys want to bring up different things like that, you know. This is just a vague generalization of how I feel like the Democratic Party is leaving us, you know. I don't think we're leaving them. I don't think our values are changing as much as their greed and corruption is over... It's out of control. It's absolutely out of control. We just got to remember why, you know, we have voices and why we can speak up. Because we can and we should. Whether you know something or you don't know. Whether you think about it or you don't. If you have an opinion about it, I mean, you can say something. It doesn't mean you have to go and shout from the rooftops or anything like that. You know, I mean, this is just my opinion. And I am a oaf. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about this. But I will vote. And my vote counts just as much as uh, the next Joe that don't know much about this stuff too, you know? So, that's where it really counts. And plus, honestly, like, I just thought it would be kind of fun to just talk about this stuff. And, you know, I mean, maybe we can uh, get a conversation going. Or maybe not. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with something else next week. But, uh, you know... Just trying different things and seeing if anybody uh, collects any sort of interest for something. I am still offering guitar lessons. If you're anybody's interested, uh, go to my website, kevinwinsetmusic.com. And I am looking at a few other guests coming in sometime. Not sure when. Um... And, uh, yeah, if you guys think this is an interesting topic to talk about, feel free to, uh, leave a comment, man. You just say, hey, dude, let's talk about it. So, yeah, if you're interested in a different topic, leave it down in the comment. If you're interested in coming on the show, leave it down in the comment. (laughs) You know, like, it's all good, man. So, I think I'm just going to end it with this right here. So, if you find any value in this and you want to leave a comment, then that'd be great. If not, have a wonderful week. I appreciate you spending the time to have a listen. And hopefully we will talk to you next week and see you soon. Thank you very much. Have a great week.